Hey, happy new year. It 2022. Is... Oh my god. Fucking 2022. It's like Back to the Future crap. Is it? Well, I thought that was last year. It's every year. It's every year? Yeah, we're past Back to the Future people. For those people who thought Back to the Future bullshit would never come to be, we're already past that, and it sucks. <laughs> we have no hoverboards. I mean, I think we do. Hoverboards? Do no, we like real... No. What these punks call a hoverboard is not a hoverboard. We built a hover... Not we, I didn't. But, like, the physics department built a hoverboard. A hovercraft. Hovercraft. You had to, like, carry an extension cord through the yeah. hallway. Hovercraft have been around cool. a long time. You don't remember Marty McFly running around on a skateboard with no wheels? Yeah. Hoverboard. We're I'm supposed to have good. those by now. Yet here we are. Hiding in our basements under our pillows. With masks on. Driving alone in our car with our face covered. We saw a lot of that, actually. Yeah, there's fucking commies everywhere. So we left off last time with the bourbon party. Um, and since then, it's been busy, and we've spent time on vacation. Not Griswold's Christmas vacation, but goddamn close. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, I mean... Like, stuff goes wrong? Yeah, stuff goes wrong. It always goes wrong. It was 100% Griswold's family yeah, vacation. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. So we normally, well, not normally, sometimes we take Jamie's dad down to Florida for his couple months stay. We don't take, we like escort him. We escort him. We follow him to pick up the parts. But this time, it was all my parts scattered across the country in the creeper van. Creeper van made a little weird squeaking noise when we left. It was kind of cold. And I, I even said, like, yeah. mm, is that noise? And I'm noise? like, oh, no, it's good. It's, it's okay. It's just whatever. It's cold. And then we're cruising down the highway. We had to take a little different route. We ended up going through Indianapolis, which you don't early early do, and then dropping straight down. Uh, just outside of Louisville, there was a, a carnival ride we were going to take a peek at. And we make it our stop just outside of Indianapolis. We're stopped for fuel and a snack. And... I go to back out of my stall, and I lose power steering. So I back out of the stall. I pull up to a parking slot, pop the hood. There's a tangled mess of my serpentine belt. And so it's a 3-liter diesel Mercedes with a tiny little belt that runs off the crank that runs the... Are there two belts or one? There's two belts. So it's got a little tiny belt that runs the fan. Okay. And then it's got a serpentine big belt that runs all the rest of everything. But this isn't your first rodeo. Like, this happened before. So this right? belt, this is not my first rodeo. Two years ago, 2019. Mm, okay. No, it was 2020 trade show. Anyways, a couple years ago, drove down with a friend of ours and blew the belt down by Effingham. But that grenaded, it was a, a, a pulley that grenaded. We felt it. Clunk, 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 at 70 miles an hour underneath their feet. Got outlook, couldn't figure out what was wrong. And then uh, the alternator low battery voltage light came on. I knew right away the belt was fucked. So this belt that blew this time was less, eh, right around 50,000 miles, maybe a little less. It was definitely not. It was unexpected. It was very unexpected. Because like you fueled up and then you, you backed up to get out of that place. 
and I was in line with snacks and things, and you're like, it's going to be a while. I blew the belt. Yep. It, and it blew the belt in underneath the canopy of a gas station. Which that was, I mean, a miracle. Fairly convenient? It, it really mean, as, was. As things go, so convenient It was a Love's, right? It was, it might have been a Love's. It was a bigger truck stop. I can't remember if it was a Love's or Pilot and or... And the poor fellow came out and he's like, oh my gosh, what happened? Is everything fine? Like, he was very sympathetic. Who? The uh, worker for Love's, he had like the truck, he had, he was working Oh, the, the service truck. guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe it was because you came to the gas station and you're like, you're, you were so serious and you're like, we blew the belt. And I'm like, What? And then dad was like, what's happening? This and is I crazy. And I had a pee. Yeah, it was just so serious. So I had to drop the bomb of, we're going to fucking be sitting here. And then you But I got to go. Like James Bond. Yeah, because I've been holding it the entire time while everybody's getting drinks and snacks and ordering Subway. And I'm out there fueling this fucking van, choking so, it back. So I just dropped the bomb. Back. I had to pee. Oh, all that. Okay. So I, ch- I, I come in, I drop the bomb, it's going to be a wild blue belt. And I don't have time to sit there and explain it to you and your dad. I have to fucking pee. Well, dad and I, are, our conversation must have been very urgent. Because he's like, what do you mean you blew a belt? How do you blow a belt at a gas station? I'm like, dad, I don't know. Like, I obviously, like, I know about blowing belts because it happens. But it doesn't matter but how. Like, what? I don't know. We're going to figure it out. He said he blew a belt. So why are you, why are you yelling at me? Yeah. And then the service guy was like, okay, well, I might have a part, you guys. Like, everything's fine. Um, super nice, cool guy. Yeah. I, like, I, I think it was a loves thing because they got the real side. Yeah, it was and a loves. Out of, out of the goodness of his heart, he was like, I'll help. Just please. There's a car parts place up here. If I don't have the belt, they, they will probably have it. And he was just super helpful. Yep. And this, so this would have been the 23rd, luckily. Not yes. Christmas Eve. Don't travel on a holiday. Well, traveling on a holiday is a little risky. Which we found out. Well, I've always known, and your dad and I have always discussed it, that when you travel on a holiday, when shit goes sideways, it leaves you in a worse predicament than had it been a normal everyday 9 to 5 Monday right. through Friday trip. So to make a long story short... We pulled into the truck parking. My dad unhooked his truck. You guys got the belt. Thank the Lord they had it in stock. Um, Pretty common belt. It's on the, so the Dodge pickups that use the diesel, they got the same motor. So it's pretty common. There's a lot of them out there. So while we were waiting for the belt information and stuff, our oldest bulldog has been having some skin problems for a while. And then the vet finally called us back, and she we we learned that she has MRSA. That was yeah. that was just gut wrenching. So let's add salt to the wound of our already screwed up day. Yeah, we found out poor Marcy. She's been struggling with red blotchy skin underneath, and now it's turned into hot spots and all this other. But crap. hot spots that like go out of control within six hours. Yeah. It's yeah. normal skin, normal everything, and then she'll itch one spot, and it will be like a four to five inch strip of wound. festering skin. Uh, yeah. Like raw That's skin, it's so bad. So anyways, yeah, we got the call then because we had enough. We said, this is not allergies. She's six. She does not just develop allergies, and... Um, they called us back and said, yeah, that's what it is. So Yeah, we're... Uh 
Well, so the first vet was 200 bucks, and the same vet for second visit was 200 bucks, And then the different vet the next time was 900 bucks. The second opinion. For the second opinion. The second visit from the first vet found out that it was this MRSA. And we're still waiting on them to converse with our second opinion vet to share records to just verify because she's supposedly has her kidney functions a little lowered and this only antibiotic that can fight this is rough on the system. So it was trying. So that day was tough. That day, that day was a struggle. Wait, 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 you're missing a big part of that day. This is a part that I think your dad will never forget. Okay. What? YouTube. Oh yeah. Okay. So I've got the two kids in the back of the van. The van broke. And the van's busted. And I told Cash I need to know how to f- change this belt. There's got to be an easier way because it took me four hours. And they're being savages. So no, we're like, Google a, Google a fix to change a serpentine belt in a 2007 Sprinter van. So the first time it was four hours. And if you look up the book hours uh, for Freightliner or Sprinter to do this, it's four book hours. In a shop, they charge you four hours of labor to change a belt. And if anybody out there, most of our listeners, knows how to change a serpentine belt on a pickup or a car. It's pretty easy. It's a 20-minute job Okay. for most. Oh, no, I would agree because you change the belts on my car pretty quick. Yeah, your car, change that quick. But same, like, Mercedes type of motor, right? But diesel, non-diesel. Uh, yeah, so it, it all just, every once in a while, there's just that one particular motor that happens to be a giant pain yeah. in the ass. But this isn't... 7.3-liter Fords. Beautiful bulletproof but, 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 motor. But, but but this isn't your first rodeo. You've done this before. Right, but it took me four and hours. you broke the pulley or something. You I, broke things. I chipped the air conditioner pulley, which cost me another 1200 bucks. Yeah. To get that fixed. After the fact, I got to Florida and found out most of the pulley yeah. was missing. It was going to be a nightmare. So we send a kid on a mission. Cash, nine years old. Who we, only, yeah, he's got very very limited... He is phone. limited on the internet, but he does have YouTube. And I do catch him finding YouTube stuff with all kinds of swearing and bullshit. But for the most part, he's looking up video game crap, which young kids do. But he's learning now that YouTube is a resource, like a valuable life resource. So we get this belt and we come back. And your dad's sitting there holding a flashlight as I'm trying to figure out how in the hell we're going to get this thing figured out. I'm like, Cash, what'd you learn? And he comes out there in his brand new, fresh, clean snowboarding jacket. So I can't have him crawling around the ground, pointing fingers and doing this and that. So he's trying to explain to me. It's like so the guy, he, 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 he folds the belt and he tucks it in here and he does that. If I could just show you, I could just show you. I, I tell you what, pull up the video, find the important part. And show me the important part. So he fast forward, rewinds his little finger on a slider bar, and he finds it where this guy on YouTube takes the belt, folds it inside out, folds it in half, tucks it between the top of the crank pulley and the water pump pulley over the idler, and then does all this and this and this. And he goes, So, but but it's a little different because daddy's got all the stuff on the front of the motor taken off. Like, so the fan. So the fan and the shroud and all that shit is off. He's has the exposed front of this motor. And it looks very quick and easy and clean. And he's like, but 
this is how he does it. So I I watched the video the first time. I'm like, all right, I got my first part. So you watch that first part. Anybody who like teaches themselves from YouTube, you take the first part, and while you're doing the first part, all this other shit plays, and then you got to rewind it back to where you're at to find out, okay, yep. now where do I got to go? So he's showing me this, and I get in there, I tuck it around a pulley, and I come out, and I go, all right, now show me the rest. And the look on your dad's face. Okay, it's <laughs> like, all right. And he backs it up, and he shows it here. Because her dad this whole time, like, from the top of this motor, you can't see shit. Like, a glimpse of a half an inch of belt here and a quarter inch of belt. Like, you yeah. can't see nothing. So, needless to say, from the time we broke down and the time we were back on the road was two hours. It, it was very impressive. It was, it sounds like a long time, but God damn, it was quick. Like, by the time I laid on my back on the ground to put that belt on, because you got to kind of do it from up underneath, I bet it wasn't 25 minutes. 20, 25 minutes. Normal belt time. Plus maybe five minutes. All because of YouTube and a nine-year-old. And that just blew your dad's mind. When we stopped that night, that's all you could talk about. How cash saved the day. The nine-year-old taught a 65-year-old and a 30 whatever year old yeah but like how to change a belt on a car things are different now and it is god dang i can't imagine all the time i could have saved myself with youtube when i was a kid could you imagine like our generation with youtube and the internet i tell you what i think i should me and cash should be start doing videos all the crap we fix i just you know back when we were doing essays and papers and things it was the good old card catalog and the encyclopedia. Not to like just be Debbie Downer or anything, but... Encyclopedia is good. You know why I am a wealth of random bullshit information? I did that it too. It was I so fun that. to read encyclopedias. I, I checked out the encyclopedia. Hell like, yeah. One, random ones. And I'm like, oh, okay. Certain letter? Yeah. And you just go through it and like, yeah. holy shit, look at that. Whatever surface tension of water. And you had to figure... Like, there was in the... Encyclopedia Britannica that we had at our house. That was a super big investment, I remember, back in the early 90s when I was a kid. We had that, too. We had a Britannica Encyclopedia set. It was probably like 1991 or some bullshit, 92. But in there, there was a like a science experiment about surface tension of water that I'll never forget because I actually did this for the science fair about... Measuring what soap does, like dish soap. So you take non-polar disti- polar ends. No, no, no. So what you do is you take distilled water, un unadulterated water, and you take a certain number of drops of this brand and a certain number of drops of that brand, and you see how many drops it takes for a coat button, a shirt button, on a string. They didn't use a penny. To drop, no, well, a penny's going to drop through already. A yeah. button will float on the surface. Okay. But if you take the soap and you stir it in this water, you take that button, and a certain number of drops breaks down the surface tension of water to make it clean better. Okay. It, was a, it was just some certain little thing that I learned from a book. And now it takes them 1% of the time to figure that out on YouTube because they have 10 times, 100 times the knowledge at a thousand times the speed at the fingertips. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty awesome. Used the right way. Right. But it's also a rabbit hole. It, it, <laughs> it is. 
Do you want to say your Mickey Mouse story of the rabbit hole of the internet? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Florida was a good trip. We eventually made it there, and there wasn't there wasn't normally as much traffic as there. Should oh my have. god, it's it was light. probably the lightest traffic going down that I can actually recall, and we've been going down there for twenty years. Yeah, it was light. Atlanta, like all of the big towns, like we never got a backup. And it wasn't even just the backups. It was out in the big wide open spaces where there's always just a bunch of cars. I mean, we're all flying at highway speed, but just, there weren't those cars. Yeah. You get Once you hit uh, about, about Chattanooga, when you're heading down 75 to go down to Tampa, it's always just a ton of cars. And then we get to Chattanooga, and it's, I don't know, a little lighter than normal, but not crazy light. Rona traffic was crazy light back in 2020. But we didn't go to Florida in 2020 because all our stuff was canceled down there. So once we hit Atlanta, I knew something was up. You hit the north side of Atlanta there, and it's like seven lanes, eight lanes wide on both sides. And normally it's just as much car surface area as it is asphalt surface area. So, like, there's 50 plus percent cars and 50 minus percent asphalt. But when I, we got there this year, it was light. So, we just blaze. We take uh, Jamie's dad and mom are in this big international and their big fifth wheel, and we're in a creeper van and this little pull behind trailer. And we fly right through Atlanta, right down 75 where they tell you don't go. We don't care. And we get down there, and the typical backup spots where we've been traveling a long time, sometimes two, three trips a year. So I know where, where the world comes to a screeching halt in Atlanta. And all that heaven. This is pretty cool. And then we break out of Atlanta when you're down there by uh, Donahue, Donahue. And before it, it restricts down to like three lanes, you're still running four or five lanes. And it's just creepy light. Not like 2 a.m. light, but definitely like abnormal. Blasted the whole way down at that point. Uh, we went, well, no, not the whole way down. We stopped uh, Cordell that night. Cordell. That was about an hour, hour and a half from the... That's where we celebrated Christmas. That's where we celebrated Christmas. We ended up in this little... KOA. It was a KOA. That's right. Guy... Flagged us in, walked us to our Super parking cool, spot, nice anything. Like, we're sold out of firewood. Some dickhead come in here and bought all their nice dry firewood. They went out back and they were cutting up branches and crap and bringing it. They brought, Honestly, we wanted a load and they brought like an arm load. So, like, we stayed at so many campgrounds. Not to knock this place. Like, I would go there again. Mm-hmm. But we were parked so far away from the bathrooms. We uh, yeah, I wouldn't have picked those spots. And then I went to shower the next day. Christmas Day. And it's one of those things, like, if you've ever been at a campground and you just feel, like, creepy, like, just... It was the fog. Little, it, the fog okay, no, made no, it no, creepy. No, no. It wasn't that way. It was, like, the structure of the building, like, super high ceilings. And I'm, and I'm like... Oh, yeah. There's a camera here somewhere. Oh, yeah, I would have... Okay, yeah. whatever. I don't Pervert's care. Pervert's got a camera There's in a place. camera here somewhere. And, and, and okay, um, let's just make this quick. 
And then it's like you forget your shower shoes and it's just the floor and... Oh, I didn't tell you this. There was some lady when I... A lady. A lady. There was a lady when I walked into the bathroom. She was maybe a little younger than me, maybe a little older. I'm not sure. She was like my age. And I was like, good morning, Merry Christmas. I'm all cheerful. And she's like, ah, there's a bug in the sink. (laughs) I'm like, um... And I look and it's a freaking hornet. We're in a fucking campground. Of course there's bugs. she's got the... She has the water running, drowning, and she's like, I'm drowning it. And I'm thinking, okay, I, I got you, hun. Like, Merry Christmas, I got you. Bugs gotta eat. Like, no, I, I killed it. It was half <laughs> you killed. It was drowning uh. in a whirlpool of water, and I don't know how long she had been in there, but, like, I grabbed paper towel. <laughs> Before and, like, or after her shower? I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming after. When I walked in, she was standing there all paranoid about the, the oh. bee or whatever. So... <laughs> I grab it, I'm like, it's okay. Merry Christmas. I got you. You're good. I, I will save you. So then I grabbed the paper towel and I smushed it. And she's like, <gasps> she looked at me like I was psycho. Like, oh, you You're just, a murderer? Because oh, you, you want to do it fast like, instead I, of drowning them slowly? I would not want to drown. It's a drowning fucking liberal if I were Drowning is not the way. Yeah. So anyways, I was like, Merry Christmas. Have a great day. And she was like, she left. Mm. But anyways, yeah, walking, like, showering in some of these campgrounds, it's just kind of sketchy. This one had high ceilings and dirty floors, and just the shower curtain kept touching me. It kept blowing in, and I was like... Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I would just pull it back. Feast your eyes. I don't care. Okay, but I I pulled it back, and then it it started splashing my shoes. You don't hang your shoes in a coat hook? No. Oh, I have like you're not a professional. No, I have a lot of clothes that I like to. Keep oh, you dry. Ha- no, you yep, you hang your sh- you gotta hang your shoes up, especially if you're wearing them Birkenstocks. Yeah, you should tell me more about this because I've just. Oh, I taught that. Cash this trip. Cash is never like, we just feed him to the wolves. Hey, go take a shower, and we just watch and make sure no fucking creeps oh coming God. after him. So this is the first time like. There's always multiple stalls at KOAs. We showered, and I'm like, here, you next to me. I'm here. We're passing soap over the bar, shampoo, conditioner over the bar. And I'm talking through, like, shirt goes here, shoe goes there, this goes this, and then we're going to scrub out, and everything's good. And I think he learned a lot. About Nobody what, taught me any of that stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I thought know, the same thing. Like, so he's nine years old. We've been sending him by himself for probably last, I don't know, three years. Uh, it's something you just kind of take for granted. You figure out what to fucking do. I don't know any of that but stuff. But you don't get your Burks wet. No, but mine, like, I need someone to, like, coach me in showering at a campground. Oh. I don't, I well, don't know any I, of that stuff. I figure... Stuff. I, I mean, kids are different, but as a grown-ass man, I don't figure I'm getting molested by another man at a KOA campground. So I leave the curtain open because I don't want their fungi all rubbing up on my ass cheeks. So I leave it open. And if you don't like it, move the fuck around. No, but, okay, so in the women's room, it's a, you open a, like, bathroom stall door. Yeah. And then, and then, then, there, and there's, a then there's a bench and a couple of coat I hooks. I have a bench. There's no bench? No, I had a wooden chair outside the main door. Okay. So basically, like, I planned ahead, and I just brought certain things in and left my bag there. And no shower shoes. I didn't. I basically, I probably have, I probably have, like, flesh-eating 
fungus bacteria. Nope, I think you're pretty good. It's been a week. But it was so gross, you guys. Like, I'm I'm crazy. Like, I don't... I'm... I bring Lysol to places and spray it. Yeah. And it was just like, it's been a long day. We broke down. I'm ready for bed. I want to shower. And then I walk in there. I was like, I'm not wearing Birkenstocks in the shower. So I'm like, okay, screw it. Kicked them off, set them outside. Then they get sprayed on. They get, like, slimy. Slimy. Birks are always slimy and they're wet. That's why you got to hang them. Well... I'll need you to show me that next time. Oh, I'll show you how to okay, shower. Good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was Christmas. Hey, we busted out some good gifts for Christmas this year, even though we weren't supposed to get anybody anything. We were going minimalist. What, I, what gifts are you talking about? Um, I mean, personally, myself, I got a pretty badass bottle of whiskey from your mom. And dad. It, your dad had nothing to do with it. Scott. Scott. If anybody wants to, to get Gino anything, just talk to yes. Scott. So liquor. my mother-in-law goes into my favorite place, Antique Liquor, here in town, and says, I need something for Gino for Christmas. And he goes, I got just a thing. Just happened to get in some E.H. Taylor single barrel. And I wasn't expecting it because we weren't supposed to be getting, adults were not supposed to be getting each other anything. Time out. Ladies been with Gino for 20 how many one 21 21 years dating not married but it doesn't matter because we've been together that long and we always say no gifts sometimes I sneak in and get a gift for him and he gets mad but if someone says no gifts you get their but a gift I'm just, no, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. How many? Who's broke this truce more than the other? Me, a hundred percent. Because I'm like, I, I don't want anything. I don't. I really don't. I don't either. I just go out and buy it. Fuck it. Correct. And that's the thing. Like then I'm like, oh, I just think he'd really like this. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get this for him. What'd you get me? Love. Oh. But, so this year you know, didn't break no, the covenant, huh? What I'm saying is that Grandma. We said no gifts. Yes, Grandma broke the rule. And she's she broke the rule. Like, sometimes I feel like if you want to get... If, if Christmas is a reason to give someone a gift, then run it. Send it. Do and it. And I'm not that way. Your family does Christmas a little bigger than mine ever did. Yeah, but you know what? And I, I stand I, by it. And that's fine. I understand the big magical barrage of stuff. But I grew up simpler. And I grew up needier I, I guess for a better way I, I, I don't know how to put it but I if if I find something that I'm like oh they're really I know exactly who would love this I buy it and I give it to that person I don't want to hold on to it for six months and wait for their birthday or buy it in October and have to hold on to it till Christmas when they could have enjoyed it for two or three months so I buy crap and I give it to people now, I, it was pointed out to me, which we were going to cover this here. Had I not been pushed to go Christmas shopping for the boys, Cash would have never gotten his Christmas present. Well, and that's, that's where I'm at. Like, I understand your point of view. Like, I, I get that. And that's how you've always been. But, like, to put it into my perspective, I love Christmas. I love buying gifts for other people. 
Well, it's quite a bit after Christmas, and the tree is staring me in the face. It's fine. Whatever. I like fancy lights. We're carnies. <laughs> but, like, okay, let me just put this in perspective. I have, I have a lot of... We have, we have a lot of friends. I'm going to throw a friend out there. We Sessler. don't have a lot of friends. We have a few friends. Okay, we have a lot of acquaintances. Sessler. Never are we like, oh, Sessler needs this. But it's Christmas time. And it's like, I want to get him something. What can I get him? It makes you think about people that you, like, maybe don't think of all the time. And you say, I want to get them something. Oh, so, you know, that's different for me. Like, when I go someplace, like... You don't think about everybody. I, I don't mean to The fuck I do? I have to think of everybody. I'm in Shields. I'm thinking about my gun friends. When I'm in the meat shop, I'm thinking about my meat smoking friends. When I'm in a liquor store, I'm thinking about my whiskey buddies. But are you thinking about Jesus? It was his birthday. I mean, Jesus? Jesus liked wine. I guess what I'm saying is that... Oh, you didn't think me, I thought about Jesus? When, like, Christmas time comes, I think, like, how Extra. can I give gifts to all of the people I love? Yeah. And... You know, I'm still going to get the people that I love gifts throughout the year if I see something that I think they would love. But Christmas time, like, I want to give all the people that I love gifts. Yeah. All right. I mean, I can understand that. And it, it's thoughtful gifts. It's not stupid, like, weenie warmers and... Oh, watch out now. S'mores kits and things. Like, I made a lot of signs this year. Yeah. I made a lot of homemade gifts this year and... Um, purchased homemade gifts. Some are still general. coming because we suck at shipping, by the way. Yes, so some of you have gifts coming. That's my <laughs> list for the week. I uh, shipped my stuff today. Mine will be shipped this week. Jamie's stuff is... I've got a couple to send out. She's a procrastinator on packing. But anyway, so we end Cash's gift. What? Cash's big gift. We okay. only got him one thing from the parents. Santa and the grandparents covered everything else. Okay. But the parents only got him this super badass four-wheel drive RC truck. I think you're excited because you want one. Well, I want one. This and I had a, to go back today. I, <laughs> it was I tempting. you're living through his gift. Nope. Well, yes and no. So. It's one of those RC car things that go really, really fast. And really you don't know how fast they go until you. It's not. No, it's moderately priced. But it's it's four wheel drive. It's quick. It's a giant step over what any of us had as kids as a, an RC vehicle. So he gets this thing and he's tearing. And now I think of back. He did put a lot more batteries through it than what I told the guy at Hobby Town. But he tore around that campground in the fog, waking everybody up at. Seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning, just zipping up and down the driveway. Yeah, I was walking to the shower and I was like, what is that noise? Oh my God, what's happening? Because <laughs> it goes by. Oh yeah, it was pretty awesome. He burnt the motor up. So, which brings us to Florida. He smoked the motor. We took it to the beach. We bought skis and paddle tires and all this cool shit. Get to the beach, he can't even drive it. What a bummer. He had fun though. He did. And we covered it under warranty. So now he's got a new motor, which we did today. We swapped out the motor because it caught a stone 
And when we pulled the motor out, we dropped a stone out of it. Which is pretty much exactly what the guy at Hobby Town said. Sucked up a stone. You know, something that I want to say. We have been going to Florida for many years since I was a baby. Well, I haven't been going there long. Um, mm. You know, on social media, like, people post, Oh, Florida, it's great. Everything's perfect. And it's warm and blah, blah, blah. It is warm, at least. I just want to say, like, it's not all gumdrops and sugar canes. I don't know. I was going to say sunshine and rainbows, but okay. I'm just saying, like, you know, people see our, our things, our posts, and it's... I'm, I'm happy to be home. So... And don't give me... Don't get us wrong. <laughs> we love going to Florida. Like, we love all of the things. It's... It's what we know is our second home because we've been doing it for so long. And our Carney family's down there. Yeah, we get to see our family. Like, I just, I don't know. <gasps> Carney family. That's another tangent. This yes. thing's going fucking everywhere. What? Nick. Hook a brother up. So, my whiskey followers know that the Weller Foolproof is pretty much my pinnacle of what the hell I'm after right now. And I scored one for Black Friday. And our friend from Jesus, Alabama. 10 Not years Jesus. ago, 15 years ago, we've He's been from friends. Alabama. Well, I won't call him Jesus, but man, we are acquainted. We're friends in the business, but we don't swap Christmas cards. We would we, though if we, we were should. on top of it. We should. I He's got a beautiful family. We got I a beautiful wasn't on family. Top of the Christmas cards this year. Yeah. If you guys got a Christmas card for me, like, I don't know, awesome. So but when it was I, just I po- not good. I posted that I got the Weller foolproof, and it's super hard to get. And then, like two days later, he posts on Facebook. This motherfucker's got two of them. I'm like, I knew I loved you for a reason. He goes, I got you, brother. So I'd expected, hey, maybe, maybe he's going to show up at trade show down in February with a bottle, and we're going to sit down, crack it open, and have a good old time. No. We're there at Christmas, and our buddy Jimmy's got one from Nick. Nick got it to Jimmy from and Alabama. Called Dad. To Florida. So, yeah. So, Jamie, we had left early to try and record an episode, which was a total disaster. And her dad's trying to get us to come back to the club. I thought he's pulling my chain. No, he yeah. Oh, Jimmy Johnson's here. He has Weller, and you should come back. And we're like, you're full of crap. Yeah. No, he doesn't. I'm like, send me a picture. If I see a picture of the foolproof, I will put my clothes back on and come back to the club. I said Jimmy would text us if he had Weller. Yeah. Come to find out. So we never got a picture, never got a call. We recorded, went to bed, episode turned out like crap, whatever. Come to find out, it was legit. Jimmy had the bottle. (laughs) I'm like, dude, how the hell did you not call me? He goes, oh, I thought your father-in-law called you. I'm like, yeah, he called me, but I didn't fucking believe him. Yeah. And then, so anyways, but Jimmy wouldn't give it to dad. So Jimmy didn't trust, (laughs) Jimmy didn't trust big Jimmy with... A very hard to get bottle. So uh, we met up a night or two later and 
Got it from him. So, if you're listening, Nick and Jimmy, I know you're listening. Cheers, brothers. I'm going to bring... Good times. I'm going to bring some down. We're all going to drink it together. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, which leads us to... we. Did our Florida thing, our typical Florida thing, which Jamie's not quite sure we should I, keep to I our typical know. Florida just, thing anymore. I love Florida, and I hate Florida. You guys like all I, I I see all the people that go to Florida like oh everything's great sunshine yay vacation, like you make they make it seem like it's amazing, um, but it's not. I don't know. I just maybe that's me. But like I struggle with the people, the the garbage, the lines, like all of all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so just, and it, it's because what we normally do is getting too popular. I would way more appreciate. Let's go in the mid afternoon over by Landscaper Mike. But the drive there... Okay, Landscaper Mike has no, a place in Citrus Park. He's in Citrus Park. Our friend owns a landscaping company, nursery, in Citrus Park Nursery, actually. Uh, I would rather pull up there in the afternoon, bullshit with him, drink all night and shoot off fireworks and have a campfire, pass out in the creeper van, and then go home whenever the hell we sobered up and went home. Instead of fighting 5,000 people to try and go out to grab a bite to eat or to go see a show or go to Disney or Universal or Busch Gardens or like all them parks that I I understand that that you guys love that stuff, but the people just make me want to... I like that stuff, but... Go Postal. The last... Five or six years of going to Florida, and it's been so busy. Like, I would appreciate going somewhere else, yeah. away from people. We need to go python hunting down in the glades. No, but I don't care if it's cold. Like, we have all the year to like protect ourselves. I don't care if it's cold. Go to Alaska, middle of winter. Oh, you want to change Colorado. spots? I I don't care. I just ooh, that opens I up a whole see new door. Things I want to do. Things I want to shoot. Things what? We can do that. Not people, but like what? I just, oh, damn it! No DC for us. I just, I don't know. Florida is just so overpopulated and dirty, and like the so, air, just the county. Hang on, the air feels dirty. You wake up in the morning and you're like, you let the dogs out, and you're like, it's because like, you're down by the just, sulfur. It just feels dirty, and like your face is greasy. Your hair gets all humidity. Whatever that's called. The county we're in, I in just, Gibtown, adds to the population of that county 200 people per day. We hit Kentucky, Tennessee, and it's the air started drying. Just that's the line. So this is the line you want. You want the line, the same line I want. It is southern Kentucky, northern Tennessee, right in that hill mountain country from about Clarksville all the way to Knoxville. In that streak is perfection you've never lived there I lived in Clarksville for four years I don't like you it. see all what you don't like what Clarksville there's too many people oh Clarksville's fucking retarded now oh. yeah it's ten I times the size when I live there I but what I'm saying is that strip people. of latitude 
That latitude strip, there's all kinds of nice open country and small towns in that strip. That is the gorgeous part of our country, in my opinion. I just want to say, like, I appreciate living where we live, sand country. Clean air. It's clean. It's crisp. You, so, you let the dogs out in the morning. I am, like, my, my hair's wet. I'm got my, like, robe on, my jammies on. I'm letting the dogs out. My hair freezes. Because it's frozen tundra. The air is so crisp and so clean. Like, you breathe that in, you hear the things. It's because we're not by the paper mills. I just appreciate where we are. We are in a good spot. I love where we live. But if you go all the way north, another three hours north, the air is crisper and clearer and cleaner. But you need a passport. No, three hours north, we're still Wisco, baby. Oh. But it looks like Canada. No, I just, I, I love where I'm at, and I, I, I do love to travel and things, but, like, I love being home. Yeah, it was a very good feeling to be home. But, like, even mom, my, my, my parents have a tanning bed. And vitamin D's important. <laughs> I was like, we need vitamin D. And she's like, no, I have a tanning bed. Yeah, fucking cheaters. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it was a good time. Coming home um, was a different story. Well, now it gets interesting. So coming home, we left. Let's see. Was it Friday morning? Friday morning, quarter to five Eastern Standard Time or Daylight Time. I don't know if so we like to have a little bit of buffer in case anything happens coming home. But like this, this the weird timing was that it was New Year's Eve. We left on New Year's Eve, yes. So, yes, we gave ourselves a bit of a buffer in timing, and everything was all good and dandy, and then we get to, where would you get to? Calhoun. Calhoun, Georgia. We got mm-hmm. through Atlanta, everything's great, peach keen. Boogie and right along. Go to fuel up, turn the van off, turn it on, done start. Crank, but no start. It just cranked and cranked and cranked and cranked. And... This is not the first rodeo with this issue. Like, it's randomly happened here and there, but it was like, oh, This is about the third or fourth time that it's happened, but it's always happened at home when I really didn't need it. So. Fuel pump died. But it took two hours of troubleshooting and researching. No, we knew the fuel pump died. I don't think we did, but. I knew it. It. Took two hours of calling. Well, what? Well, it's okay. So it took an hour of troubleshooting to go down the gamut of possible causes of why the fuel pump was not pumping fuel. Mixed in with calling every single possible service station within a hour radius. Of where we're at. But we're talking a huge circle that includes Chattanooga and Atlanta. So while Gino is calling all of these places. In the mix of trying all these things. I'm calling car rentals. Because I'm like, this is this is happened before you guys. Like uh, Orlando a couple years back, this happened with the same van. Different um, problem. I'm like, I'm calling car rentals to get a car to... 
rent a car to drive to the airport to fly home. Yep. Because um, Jamie's got like an important life and stuff like that. I'm, and- I'm calling Uber. Not calling, but I'm searching Uber to see if there's any Ubers to get us from um, Calhoun to actually anywhere, really. North <laughs> anywhere. Towards, because Allegiant Air has flights out of Nashville. Um, Still I, two and a half, three hours to Nashville? I even stooped so low to call the local car dealerships to say... Jamie hey, tried to buy a car. I tried to buy a car with cash. Not my son. Money. Bo. Um, Cash did bring that point up. And they said, we, we, you know, we can't finance a car. I found a sweet Jeep. And they're like, we can't finance that if you don't have a Georgia license. I'm like, are you kidding me? Come on, really? I call bull crap. Yeah, can't um, throw 10 grand in their face and buy a fucking Jeep on. I even yeah. contemplated uh, hitchhiking, which I know is sound, it sounds ridiculous. There are plenty of people that came into that gas station in the in the two hour time span that I'm like, you're going to Nashville, take me with, you're fine. I I would not have approved of that. I I would have. I was ready to just get home and mess stuff up. Huh? Okay. Buzz had the idea. Buzz had a really good idea. He's like, Buzz had a solid idea. I really was. I was surprised. He's like, Mom. We need to find a U-Haul company. We could rent a U-Haul truck and get a car dolly. <clears throat> a legitimate thought process, but it does show his ignorance of car dolly restrictions. But, yeah, I just, I was like, that's a great idea, but our van is too heavy. But we could pull a home alone deal where like we all drive home in the U Haul, like get your guys' butts in the back, put yep. stuff there. Oh yeah. You guys could have done the home and alone so, deal. So yeah, I called the lady and she's like, No, everything rented out today, like we have nothing and And then we don't open until Tuesday of the yeah. next third week so of the month. So basically we were screwed and in the parking lot of this fucking shithole gas station. My mother was charging all of her phones and she was harassed. By patrons. Not even the employees, for fuck's sake. So, long story short, we got it working. After, I'm like, we got to figure something out. This ain't cool. So, Gino gets out his hammer and beats on the fuel tank to hopefully excite so what, the fuel If pump. this happens, this is a, a, a tidbit of roadside knowledge, which I've done before, and it's worked. But initially when I tried it, it didn't work because I have a plastic fuel tank in this truck. So if a fuel pump sticks, it's a lot like a starter. You can bang on it and you might get it to start up one, two, maybe three more times before you don't get to start anymore. So I banged on the plastic tank earlier and it didn't work. And at this point, I took a steel hammer... And I banged on the steel belt that holds the plastic tank to the frame. So the shock was enough to break the stiction of the bad spot. Stiction? Stiction. It's a word. What? Yep. Stiction is 100% a word. What does it mean? Stiction? When things stick together. Really? Hell yeah. Ask anybody who works on 7.3 fucking Ford diesels. Stiction? Stiction's real. 
it's actually written on the label of a field treatment. But anyway, so the shock popped fuel pump loose in Calhoun, Georgia. And we had anticipated stopping at Paducah, Kentucky at about 5.30. We got to Paducah, Kentucky at 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, so time out. So the <laughs> after being at the gas station looking like hobos for several hours. Like two hours. I think it was more like three. It might have been three. But whatever. I'm in the driver's seat, and he's like, when I hit, when I tell you go, you're going to start it. I'm like, okay, all right, I got this. And basically, like, you know, you, you try to ignite the vehicle, and then you pull battery power. So it's like, you can't just sit there and try to start it all the times. So he's like, all right, you're going to sit there, you're going to try to start it. So I try to start it, and it kind of started. He's like, oh, it kind of started. Okay, all right, so... We're going to do this. So I pumped the gas. We finally got it started. And running. And idling. And I'm like, let's go. Everybody, all the all the kids, the dogs even. Everybody had to pee. We slammed the fucking door shut and we took off. <laughs> we gone. We going. So basically at that point, um, we closed the doors. We drove. Yep. And then our next stop was Nashville because I didn't, and we didn't need fuel at that point. But I, if, when I sat at idle, if the thing died, which was a distinct possibility, I wanted to be close enough that we could get a hotel and an Uber for Jamie and the boys right. and grandma to catch a plane to go home. And I could figure it out with the dogs on how to get the creeper van home. My biggest thing was getting the school people back for school. Right. Well, we made it instead of 5.30 in the evening in Paducah, we made it in 5.30 in the morning all the way back to Otomo, Wisconsin. So the weird thing was is, like, we we never shut the van off when we fueled it up. Like, you leave it on, yep. which is, I think, illegal, but whatever. There's no so law. So we're like, yay, we made it home, Grandma. So we pulled in my... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this is we, the icing on the cake. We pulled it into Grandma's place. We dropped her off. Dropped her, her in a couple of bags. Put it in reverse, back out, and he's like... The fucking thing died. The mofo died. Right in the what? middle of the driveway. You've got to be kidding me. Died. Thousand miles from where we stopped. So I'm. we're all like in... We're slap happy... We've all traded off trying. Jamie's tired, drunk. Yeah, to make to make it sound nice, but yeah, it well, every, people who make those trips, they know you get so tired. Oh, you that you're see like things. drunk, tired that you're not tired anymore. You can't go sleep. So we restarted the vehicle. Fucking thing took off. Took off. Started just fine. Come home. Parked it on the side of our driveway because we had to snowblow. Because nobody fucking snowblowed my driveway while I was gone. I'm covering his face. It's fine. It's okay. Um, but, but like, we came home, which we lived two miles from my parents, and then the van died again twice. Yes. 
But what a what a godsend! I five thirty in the morning, I snow blowed the driveway, and you and Cash unpacked the necessities as I cleared it and backed it in. I threw all the crap in the garage, and I came in the house and poured a cup of coffee. So, you guys, y'all, y'all, I don't like. I'm not preaching. <laughs> I'm not being all preachy. I'm not being preaching to the choir. I'm not like. I ain't saying follow Jesus, but I am. I'm just oh, saying. Oh yes! No, this oh oh yeah yeah yeah. This is my thing, though. I just you know I I. There's do. a fucking storm. I okay, guys. Have faith. So, not twelve hours after we came through Hopkinsville, Kentucky, by Clarksville, Tennessee, tornado ripped through there. Severe storms where we would have been sleeping for the night and a nightmare of rain and sleet and ice and snow from where we planned on stopping to almost all the way home. It would have been a nightmare to make our second day planned trip. However. And this isn't the first time that this has happened to us. With the van, like, yes. We blazed all the way home. We got a little bit of fog, a little bit of freezing mist, but the roads were clear and dry and nice. We got home safe. And we got home safe. There was no problems with roads and the streets for us. And had we stayed it on path, it would have been sucked. So, So everything happens for a reason. When you have a disastrous event in your life, um, and not even just the situation, but I'm just saying, like, all things. It was a lot easier to see after we got home than when we were sitting in Calhoun, Georgia. We were sitting in Georgia and I was thinking, like, honestly, what is the reason for this? And that's always my thing, like, find find the reason. I don't need to know the reason. I just want to fix the fucking problem. I don't need to know the reason. Don't care. But I see the reason. I know. You're we always looking been, for the reason. We could have been, like, dead. Yep. We could have hit a patch of ice or been sucked up in a fucking tornado. There's a million things that could have been the reason. But we made it home 24 hours after we left Florida. A little bit of screwing around. Um, And we all are here. So. So all is well. Yes. Tell your family you love them. Forgive, forgive. Oh, she loves us, my fresh one Friday. Oh, go ahead. Forgive your friends and family for the things that happen. Forgive those that trespass upon us. Isn't there a Bible verse? Grant me the serenity to... (laughs) You guys, like, life's short. I I don't... I'm not pulling this from your fresh one Friday. I'm really not. That's my fresh one Friday post from like two weeks ago. Recite it then. You have five minutes. I could probably pull it up here pretty quick. You better hurry up because we have oh, no. five minutes. Wait, 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 wait. You don't, you don't need that. I'm I do. So what it says Just is. Recite it, man. You I can recite poetic. it. I'm poetic. I'm not poetic. Recite it. I'm just what do you honest. want to say? What it means is forgive those whether they need that to be forgiven or not. Trespass against you. No. That, that's the Bible verse. Temptation. I'm not quoting fucking the Bible. Delivers from evil. No. Oh, shit. Hurry up. 
Don't waste the day. I agree. That's what it boils down to. Okay. Tell the person you love them. Whether you I love you. think I love you too, honey. Whether you think they know it or not, say it. Tell that crush that you like them. Who's that? We're going for young kids here, for our younger listeners. Who's what? Like Buzz, I'm sure he's got a crush on somebody he doesn't want to say he something does. to. You, uh, you tell that family member who was a cocksucker at Thanksgiving that it's okay. I forgive you for being a dick. All those things, you want to be able to not wake up tomorrow at the pearly gates and not say, I wish I did blah, blah, blah. And if you can live your life that way, I think you're win. I agree. Don't go to bed angry. Never have. Grab your wife's ass. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) And make your kids tell you that they love you every time you hang up the phone. I agree. And your friends and family, too. Well, that too. But that's, I mean, it's the small things that you just don't live tomorrow with regret from the day before. Anything that you can... Squash, wash away, make happen, do it. And don't, it's not even the holiday season. Fuck the holiday season. Make it every day. Don't, don't go. Hold, to, don't like, hold grudges. Don't go to bed angry. Oh, you can hold grudges. Those people that you should hate, or I mean, hate, I know how you don't like the hate word, but there's certain people out there that don't deserve any niceties. Go to bed not liking those people and wake up with a smile on your face. That is fine. They have earned their... It's a struggle for me. Really? It's not for me. I just care about a lot of people. I care a lot, a lot of people, but there are a lot of terrible people in this world. And I don't feel bad disliking them. Yeah, I don't know. I'm working on that. Really? Oh. Yeah, no, I just, yeah. I want to love everybody and care about everybody. I don't want to help everybody. Not everybody deserves loving. Nope, there are bad people. And that's why like, we are squashings. well together. Because opposites attract. This is true. You're a little more... Chloride than sodium. Oh. I was going to say, <laughs> you're a little more thousand grit sandpaper and I'm a little bit more Brillo pad. Oh, I was thinking like... Pure, <laughs> you smooth things over and I kind of like sodium agitate. Sodium chloride, I don't know. Yeah. No, I got you, I got you. Chemistry lady. <sighs> So, guys, we love you all. Thank you for listening. Not sure I love all of you. We do. We really do. But just <laughs> we probably do. Hold your friends and family close. Because you never know when a tornado is going to wipe your ass off the map. Or cancer, or a flesh-eating bacteria like or MRSA. Or bacteria. Um, or dog version of that. So. Next episode, we should have an update where Marcy's skin is clean. Or dead. Or she's sitting on her mantle. Thanks for your support. Love you guys.